cinco, cuatro, tres, dos, uno. Energize! I'm back from Marbs! What's going on, everyone? Energize with Ross and Barry is back. Sorry about the week off, guys. We came back from a hold and we were both absolutely shattered. We went fairly hard on it for seven days and it got pretty loose. No, that was loose. Yeah, so we're feeling a bit sorry for ourselves. We're a bit hungover yeah. and we missed a week. We do apologize. But a lot has happened since we were last podcasting. So, Barry, what's on the agenda for today? Okay. So the eagerly anticipated Energize podcast is back with the beats from Marbs. So we're away in Marbs for a week. Uh, also, we're going to discuss the Mayweather situation with Conor McGregor and Polly Malignaggi and everything got to do with the fight business. And finally, the Premier League is back. It's back! It's back. With a bang! With a bang, literally, yes. So we're going to discuss the Premier League. Yes, we are. So... We're going to start off the show with Marbs. No carbs before Marbs. Except we ate all the carbs before Marbs. It's actually, it's actually sort of funny the way they say no carbs before Marbs because that has something got to do with the show. So, Ross, we got to the airport nice and early, took the flight straight to Malaga Airport, got off straight away. It was actually a lovely plane we were on, wasn't it? It was, it was actually a massive plane, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was a big bow and yoke. You, you know it's a nice plane when you have TV in front of you. Yeah. Although, like, I was asleep for half an hour. Man, I was absolutely conked out. I was the very last seat in the plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ross was down the back, and then the last, like, videos of him. Yeah. Yeah, if, if you probably got, like, loads of behind-the-scenes footage if you have us on Instagram or Snapchat or whatever. But uh, we arrived, touched down, bottle of vodka straight away in the Joe Maxi. Uh, yeah, our, our fellow, our taxi driver was dressed very well, wasn't he? Sunglasses on, lovely flirty shirt on. Yeah. Was, I was impressed by him. Yeah. He, he, he and looked, he, he absolutely gave no fucks whatsoever. Sure he didn't. No. <laughs> no, he's there booting it down the motorway. Everyone everyone drinking vodka and uh, Monster straight to, straight to the hotel. Um, as we actually got to the hotel, Seafs, very Seafs, let, let the lads know that... Uh, He'd only booked two rooms and four people's names were on the list and we actually had six lads on the holiday as well. So it was the Energize crew, Brew and Seafs and then the two lads had to like bunk into the hotel. Yeah, the two lads had to like hide in a sports bar. But uh, when we actually went into the rooms as well, uh, we were expecting... Two, two double beds. Two double beds. <laughs> and when we get in, it was two single beds in each room. Now, and they weren't even big single beds. No, these were like these are like anorexic single beds. Like like there was no moving in these was, things. It was like it was like the first bed you'd have as a child. They were tiny. Yeah, literally cots. And uh, yeah, do you want to take it off from there anyway? Uh, yeah. So we had a bit of him and on about how shit the room was, and I was like, here lads, you know what? I'm actually just need a few gargles, and then like I won't worry about anything else. Yeah. So we all had a rake load of drinks, as you do when you get first day on holidays. Yeah. One of the lads sort of passed out and went to sleep, yeah. and the rest of us all went out. Um, I actually can't remember where we went on the first night. No, we were sort of just like checking out the yeah, area. Yeah, we're scoping out the area. We had a good time, and yeah, if, we just we sort of found our bearings, as you might say, in the first night. Yeah, if I could paint a picture of Marbella, it's really like, it's like a port with real narrow roads with people driving around in like Lamborghinis, Ferraris, Chicachentos, uh, and then <laughs> and like blaring music and just like. Just all these like bars, disco bars, everything. It was. Uh, yeah, it's funny if you have like a brand new Merc or brand new like Range Rover, no one even looks at you twice. No, no, it was just a. Uh, there's so much money floating around that port as well. There's, yeah, uh, it's frightening. The amount of like tans and like 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 just the amount of cash and like Instagram girls walking around. You're, you're actually like on a movie set. It was uh, it was crazy to say the least. Yeah, so we we got to the second night and. This is where we, this we is all where. went out. We all went out this night. We, we all, all made, made it out. out. Lloyd, made Lloyd Rooney made it out. It was good to see Lloyd Rooney. Went the carnage. Uh, what one night was that? The lads went to Eric Murillo. He's some big DJ, and it was like it was like fifty euro in or two and a half grand for a table. Um, yeah. Me and Baz didn't know who he was, so like neither of us were too too keen to do that. So we went off and just did our own yeah. thing. But it was because we had such a good night in the first night. Yeah. We wanted to go back down there and just like. Relive yeah. it, really. Like. Yeah, and like I felt like that night club was in the middle of nowhere. I wasn't really paying too much attention to how, how it was. There. It was a good bit away. Is that the night I was doing the salsa dancing? Yeah, there's yeah, there's videos of Ross doing salsa dancing. If anyone actually wants to see the videos, you can call Ross on 08. No, I'm joking. Yeah. yeah, but if you actually want to see them, I'll, I'll put, I'll put, I actually will put them up at some stage because yeah. they're actually gas. Put them up in your story. Yeah, I'll put them up in the Android story. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um. 
let me think, what else was there? Uh, oh, oh, day was it day day three then? Yeah, yeah. Day, was that the day? Was that me by the pool day? Yeah, was day it? three, myself and Ross, we began. We became wine connoisseurs, and yeah. we we're drinking wine by the pool. And like, I have to set the scene here. Like, we're like at like a really really nice hotel. Uh, the sun was beating down. It was over like thirty two degrees, um, and there was just like the amount of like. Shapers and poses around the pool, and then or else like big like Johnny Jolly like English lads with loads of tattoos. It was just a uh, it was such a weird weird scene, and like it was we were basically like, watching a movie, looking at people at the pool, um, and then like we had a few bottles of wine, and then all of a sudden like like Ross Ross yeah, I was saying hello to absolutely everyone at the hotel, going around introducing myself. Ross went like straight in, getting selfies with all these like. Oh, yeah, do you remember? All no, these people? Do you remember one of the lads? One of the lads has no iPhone seven. It's waterproof, and he threw it to me in the pool, and I went in the pool, and everyone was like, "Ah!" Oh! Yeah. And then I was like, "It's grand." And they started taking selfies with people in the pool. Yeah. It was stupid. Carry on, really, but like highly entertaining. No, we were like, we, we were like buzzing for it. Like the whole hotel was basically like, like being like, "What are those lads doing?" Yeah. But uh, it was funny, right? There was this girl that came out, right, and she was probably she looked exactly like Kim Kardashian. She was unbelievably good looking. And like I think she had like a sister there as well, and then a guy who was with them was wearing a sailor hat, right? And we were like, we were like, that. We took the piss out. Of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But we were like, this chap must be the richest fella here. And then like you, then Ross goes over and starts like talking to them. And this is yeah. like, what? What? He's like a movie star. Yeah, he's a movie star in Dubai. Yeah, he's a movie star in Dubai. And then like Ross gets him like to start following us on Instagram and all this stuff. Like, oh, I was. You were on a different planet that day, man. Like, man, the, I, I was invincible that day. If you're going on holidays, you have to bring Ross Cadwell and like if like, and a bottle of wine and a bottle of wine. <laughs> no, he was just uh, he was just there was no stopping him, and he's too like big to like jump on and stop. He was there, he was there like getting selfies with everyone in the hotel. Like yeah. everyone knew like our group after that from that, the third day on. Yeah, so like, he was the guy with the blonde hair. Yeah, it was him. Um, yeah, I got I got I got I actually got kicked out of the hotel pool twice. Yeah, no, they were like they were lying. They were like. He's stop. He's telling him stop like cannonballing into the pool, and we were like, "What?" I haven't actually got out of the pool. To <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. I think that they were a bit of fun police that hotel, weren't they? They didn't want us to have fun. Yeah. No. In fairness, like after that, like we were on such a high, we actually like took it easy that night. Yeah. Um. Especially all the chaos that like if you go, you have to like. In fairness, we made that day or no day. Yeah, yeah. We actually did like, like that day. We actually like had to sit down and be like, right, we're on holidays. Like this is madness. Like it's so hot. The rooms are the rooms are just like not what we expected. Like by then, I barely even had an appetite. I think I ate like three crisps, and I was like, "All right, that's my dinner." Yeah. And at first, I have people like coming up to me at breakfast the next day, and being like, "Oh, how are you getting on? How was last night?" And like, I was turning to party going, "Who are they?" Like, yeah, we actually actually that night we went to a restaurant, right? And we asked for paella, and uh, they brought it out, and like my teeth were falling out, they meant the bones and the chicken, and then uh, like. Ross Ross went to, I don't know you were off making a phone call and then they, I was like here look I can't eat this food and they're like no it's grand it's grand although yeah. that sounds slightly Italian didn't it yeah. but uh, I was like it's not grand it's not grand and then like I was like okay maybe it is grand then you came back ate this and then like your teeth nearly fell out and be like what's the story with all the bones and I was like that's it I'm not paying for this and then we actually got like free wine and a packet of fags out of it as well yeah, yeah. although I smoked all the fags and you got none but yeah yeah I'm sure I got some of the wine oh you, you got all the wine <laughs> But uh, the next night after that, right? As I was saying, there's no was it no carbs before marbs? Um, as you do, we were drinking by the pool again that day. Went out. Everyone was looking quite sharp. We actually put up a cool photograph. Everyone was looking very well. And then um, we actually ended up hanging. Well, not I would Is that say the night hanging, I had the Hawaiian shirt on. Was it? I don't know. Every night you had the Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> no, but like, but that night we actually ended up with the cast from The Only Way Is Essex, Towie. Yeah, it was actually quite funny because how do how do we get into these situations? That's the that's the question. I think I think I turned to you and I don't know how I managed to turn to you. And I go, I think that's your man Arge, and like yeah. I don't even know who Arge is. I watch none of those shows. Well, I definitely <laughs> don't watch Terry anyway. If it was made, um, yeah, but, you, I might know. Us, yeah, but, but Arge has been in it like the longest. He's been yeah, in well, like, I, I, I think he just had a look of something about him, and I also had like a cool brown shirt on. I was like, his shirt's quite nice. Yeah. I go, I think that's your man Arge, and I actually think you said no to me at first. You were like, no, and then I was like, and then I turned to you later and you go, who's your man over there? And you were like, that's Arge. I was like. Don't yeah. say that to you. Yeah, he, he actually lost loads of weight. He was really skinny. I actually gave him a hug, being like, "Arj, looking great, man." Didn't know what to do. Uh, and then, so we saw him outside like some other bars called the News Cafe, and then we ended up in Mirage, and like these lads had a table there, and I didn't have a table, so I was like, "I'm going over to say hello." Yeah. Right. Uh, so typical. Like walk straight over. I think it's because like I don't see these celebrities because I didn't really know who they were. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the no walked fear over. Factor. 
something around Arch. I ended up getting a picture from what's around name? Pete yeah. what? Pete Wicks. Uh, Pete Wicks. Yeah. I got a selfie up and I was like, this is great, we're having the crack and all this, yeah. drinking a vodka and all that. And like, I, I didn't know who he was. Chat, chatting shy to Megan McKenna. Yeah, well. Megan McKenna was there wearing her pyjamas. And then next thing you know, one of the lads sits down and picks up a glass of vodka and starts drinking it. And Megan McKenna goes off on one. I was like, I thought, <laughs> I thought it was actually an episode of X on the Beach. Like, she was going absolutely <laughs> nuts. I was just waiting for Andrew Maxwell to go, Who's X is next? It was absolute bedlam. I had to sort of slowly but surely make my way away from their table and go back to enjoy my night of buying my own drinks. It was a... Uh... I don't even know how we get into these situations, especially like the, the amount of money being spent on vodka and stuff as well. Like, I mean, like I've never, I've never seen Bruno so happy. Yeah, yeah, but it was like and cease. Yeah, it was like it was almost like you were cooler for buying a four hundred bottle of vodka. Yeah, yeah. Like, suppose the last got a, bo- a, a bottle of Magnum. I never even knew this bottle existed, and like, they could cost like five hundred quid. And then you get to sit down, all the stuff. I don't know. It was just, it was just so much like cash falling out of your ears. Mm. But uh, it was funny enough, like. Sifra and Bruno and Lloyd ended up like staying on the beach that night and like the photographs of them lying on the beach was actually frightening. Oh Jesus yeah. Christ. They'll probably never see the light of day. No, uh, no, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> lads, lads always only. I don't yeah, I don't want to ruin the lads, but like it, it, it was very funny. But uh Yeah, after all that like absolute pure chaos, right? Yeah. Um It was time for a night off. Yeah, yeah, we took a night off to drink. We actually just like got like an ice cream and then walked walked around. No, the, we went for a nice dinner first. Yeah, yeah, well, well, sorry, I'm skipping, skipping. Yeah, basically, right, we were all in such drag order. It was half ten at night, and I'd had a coffee and a beer, and I was absolutely feared out of it. Yeah. I, was, I, was like, I was like, I can't believe how much I drank at this holiday. It was like yeah. all the hangover hit me once. There's no way to get them jitters, yeah. like, when you're on holidays. I was like, literally had to shake, and people were yeah. like, your hands are shaking, what's wrong with you? I was like, thanks for pointing that out. Yeah, like, <laughs> four days on the drink. Yeah, so we went out for a bit of a meal. We love prawn pill pill, pill over there, we yeah. ate it every night. Yeah. Um, if you actually want any recommendations of anywhere to go, we'll let you know. Yeah, so or places to avoid. Places to avoid. Um, yeah, so we went for a walk around the port and like the cars, they just took it all in. The cars, the yachts, yeah, they're frightening. But like, I think what was even more scary was the social scene. The way like people like yeah. made themselves able to be like trying to get onto yachts and stuff like that. It was it was like almost a bit cringeworthy, wasn't it? Yeah, it's sort of like I think that I think like this whole like Instagram famous thing is has taken on a, its own life and yeah. like the amount of like girls that are like willing to like. Let on the fancy guys to get on their boats. Yeah, to get these like photographs. six year old men. Yeah, like, get onto a boat. Like. Yeah, it was. Uh, I don't know. It's so weird the way that that scene works. Like uh, to be honest, man, in my opinion, like it, that's like I'd rather be at a, like at a UFC event somewhere shouting at people yeah. rather than like walking down the port in Marbs. But like that's the situation we got put in, and that's situ- yeah. the situation. Yeah, made the most out of our situation. We enjoyed it. Like. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, definitely. Yeah, but uh, the day after that, United were playing Real Madrid in the Super Cup final. And myself and Ross and the lads, we all made sure we got out to yeah, old Old Town Marbella, which was deadly actually. Yeah, it was cool, wasn't it? It was very, there was way more like kids though. Yeah, it was like, a bit more chill. It, it was more like you get to sit down, have a beer, and watch the sport. Like we met up with Glenn yeah. Hogan and his girlfriend Sarah Trainer, who are actually probably the most perfect couple I've ever seen. Yeah, they actually love each other. So yeah, yeah, frightened. they're like best friends. Like um, literally. Yeah, so we went out for a lovely dinner again. Then we went on one last night madness. Um, yeah, as always. Yeah. Oh, I think we end up in Bijou. I think it was. Yeah, there's some. You see, the thing is, some certain spots treat you differently. You see, the thing is, a lot of places think where if you think you're English, they treat you worse. But if you're Irish, they're like, "Here's the drink." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, if you if you're going over there, like it's uh, get ready to open the wallet anyway. Yeah. And like certain places treat you better than other places. So I don't know if you if you're going there anytime soon. Let us know. We'll we'll tell you where the best places to go. And then a big shout out to Glenn Hogan for housing us for the last year. Our, yeah. our flight home wasn't until 9 o'clock yeah. on as we, night. Yeah, as we were leaving uh, the next day. Right, Wednesday night. Wednesday, uh, yeah, so we were leaving the, we were leaving the next morning. Uh, we all had to pack our bags. As you do, you leave the last minute. Yeah. And then we got we got, we got given out to saying that we broke something in the room, which was, uh, what don't you worry, like in every bathroom you have a towel that hangs off like a... A towel rack, basically. A towel, yeah, exactly. It hangs off a rack, a.k.a. a towel rack. And... Uh, that was on off the ground, and then like I was like too like hungover. I was like Ross, sort that out. So Ross went up to the room, and they're charging us like fifty euro for it. And uh, Lloyd started going mad. Yeah, he went so, absolutely nuts. Yeah, he, he went absolutely like, insane. Roar at them. Yeah, insane. I, it was so funny because your man goes to me, "Are you hanging around for a bit?" The hotel fella, and I was like, "I'm not in much of a rush." Why? And he goes, <laughs> uh, we just want to charge you fifty euros." I was like, "Yeah, 
It's like nah. No. It's because like, he, no. kn- he knew you yeah. from all week. Yeah, I was like, I was like, don't have to charge. I was like, I'm going to the pub across the road. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. you're looking for me, I'll be over there. Yeah, yeah. So uh, no, me and Ross just like your man goes left. me. Your man goes me. Just give me the fifty euro and then leave as soon as possible, will it? Yeah. I was like, no. I would just like don't leave and. How about, how about, not give you money. How about you just leave? Or how about I just leave and not give yeah. you money? It's like, it's grand. Yeah, but it was, it was grand to get out of there. We went out to uh, Glenn, Glenn's apartment. Um, it was actually like, it was actually just so chilled out and it was a great way to just end the sort of the trip, like wind down, apart from all that, like chaos. Typical chaos, but um, yeah. And even on the flight, Ross had like a hundred people hanging off and singing songs basically. It was just like, geez, get me home yeah. with it. Yeah, but then like when I got into my car, like I had the absolute fear of God because like, I got a radio tape somewhere that I was, I got a rage she burnt over yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, <laughs> yeah. In fairness, I just need to, like, I was in work the next morning, like, giving tours to 30 people. I just need to, like, not be, not be, like, talked to. Yeah. I got, like, sunburnt and all. I was walking around, like, Ed Sheeran, and Ginger Beard and everything. But, uh. But anyway, we had a great time overall, as, as much as, as much yeah. as, like, as much Service as. Service over there is crap as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so bad. I could not believe it. And they'd, like, give me tip, and it's like, Tip for what? Like throwing the knives and forks, and it's like yeah, we were more actually on the literally just yeah. plates as literally like I don't know. It, it, the service was terrible, but yeah. like it was like it's really like, it's really like they hand you your food as well. Yeah. They don't put it on the table for you. It's just that that crack in those memories are, are something you'll just bring with you. And yeah, like, I don't think I've ever laughed so much in my life. Yeah, you know, oh, no, that way. Man, it was off the rails. But like overall, like the lads were like grey crack. Uh, we have we have such a like strong bond as well over yeah. there. Like you know what I mean? I'm like I mean like. Ross was one of the nice people ever. He just looked after everyone all, the whole time. I don't think you actually argued with anyone once, did you? No. Suppose he one night, Burmo turned around, Ross had me like a headlock, thinking that was the first night. <laughs> I, like, I still don't even remember it, but like, I mean, like, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I think we were trying Baz, to. Baz was practicing jujitsu. Yeah, I was practicing jujitsu, so I was like trying to take it out on him, like, yeah, yeah. Spider Monkey. Yeah, but like, yeah. uh, but, like even, even people like, like, Seafair C- C- was like loving the tans. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Bruno was a good crack as well, like, just, he, like, Gets out of bed and then just like loves like throwing cash around, just buying loads of drinks. Uh, Lloyd is on a different planet. Like if you go on holidays with Lloyd, I mean, you're guaranteed to go to him. Yeah, chap has never heard about. He was never hung over once. Even the first night when he didn't make it out, he was just uh, he's he's just like the ultimate crack. Yeah, he, like I I said actually before we went on the holiday that he has to come. And I know like some of the lads are like like what you mean? What you mean? I was like I was like he's just gonna bring the crack. He's there, like, uh, he's, oh, he's just one liners are brilliant. Yeah. He's just, he's just the funniest man. He's just the funniest man, and like, he doesn't get hung over. I'll be there, crippled in bed, and he's just, I know, he's so like polite, and he's so like, uh, looks after everyone as well. Yeah, yeah, and then obviously Burma was cool crack as well, and then, uh, yeah, Burma, yeah, Burma, DJing and everything. Although Burma got new, Burma had to head off because he had an interview, which he actually got. So fair play to Burma. He's on that DJ trail, but. Uh, Overall, we had a great group, and like I'm definitely looking forward to doing it again. But if you had to ask me on the flight home, I was not gonna say yes. Oh, I had some, I had some like outrage, man, like sweats in the airport. Yeah, there was serious come down off that holiday, like that's yeah. just wild. Like, yeah, but the thing is, in fairness, right? Looking at my own side, I was like milling the train out of it, eating clean as anything. Like I hadn't touched a sugary drink in like about a month, and then from then just totally pissed it away, just drank wine and like barely even ate, like. No wonder I felt, te- felt terrible. Like, even when I came back... Yeah, first, we weren't even drinking water. No, it, yeah. well, barely. Like, I mean, it was yeah. just like, there was no taste of it. Your tongue was, like, craving salt. But, uh, I came back, and it was actually my birthday there on Friday. I turned 27. How old? But, uh, oh, by the way, thanks for all the messages as well. If you're listening, if you send me one, thanks. But, uh, it was just like, I, I didn't go out on the weekend. I had to, like, totally re-energise... <laughs> and then today, I was back in work today, did a training session back today. And I'm looking forward to just kicking this off again because uh, as much as we enjoyed the trip, it was, we're sort of taking us away from what we're sort of focused on. You know what I mean? Holidays are great and great crack. And like, always go on them if you ever get the chance. But I mean, if you're like focused on something the way we are, we want to keep it going and keep it growing. Man, I swear to God, I was actually, ho- I was like praying not to get a phone call off you on Friday, but like, man. You coming out? I was nah, like, oh my god, nah, please! No, I couldn't, man. No, I, I, I couldn't even eat when I came home. I was just like dishevelled, like. But right. like, oh, I've been worse. But I mean, like, I was pretty bad. Like. <laughs> All right, we'll move on from the holidays. Overall, so, overall, well, you have to give a finishing opinion on the holiday, man. The holiday was actually great crack. I never laughed so much in my life from start to finish, and like, hundred percent do it again. But I'm not doing another seven day bender. And you need uh, your own bed. Yeah, I'll do a four day bender, and I want my own bed. 
Yeah. But other than that, I love going on holiday and like do a bit more activities. That's yeah. probably the only negative the, effect on it. The lads are actually saying maybe next time that uh, we like go to like California or something and then yeah. finish off in Vegas and then yeah. fly home. That'd be great if you organise a, if a UFC event yeah, was on yeah, that yeah. week as well. That's very much on the cards though. So, speaking of UFC and Vegas, we're going to bring up the Mayweather-McGregor fight. Yeah. The sit- 26th right. of August, T-Mobile Arena, it's going down, but there isn't a day that goes by without a new story. Yeah. I can't believe it's on in 12 days though, man, you know that? Yeah, I know, it's actually frightening. Like, Eric one even said it today, he's like, you can't believe he's actually, like, talking about this and it's actually about to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's Freud and carry on. Yeah, right. Well, the main the main thing we want to discuss now is Polly Poly Malinaji and Conor McGregor sparring match and how like it went viral on the internet. Yeah. Um. First of all, Paul, uh, McGregor said he knocked knocked him out. Then Polly Malinaji said, knocked "Well, knocked him down." Yeah. Sorry, Polly Malinaji said that he didn't, and then. Videos came out of Polly Malinaji. Hold on, for, before we get there, right? Four. Before you saw the video, yeah. What did you sort? Of, what was your idea of what happened? Uh, you see, I, I haven't seen McGregor ever do a, like ever box, so, so I, I like I didn't know what to expect. But like he's he, like he's never really spoofed us. You know what I mean, yeah, there's no yeah. reason to be like he's lying. And I think the way, obviously, after seeing the video, I was like, obviously, Poly, like it made sense what Polly Malinaji was doing. He was trying to be like. Oh, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. As in, like, didn't get knocked out. Yeah. And then, like, then it, it did. And then you're like, oh, it's sort of like when you did when you did something wrong and you just told everyone you didn't. But then it's like you did. You know I mean, it was covering his ass. But see, my takes from this, I think, are actually quite different than most people's. Because one thing that everyone wants to be like, oh, McGregor knocked down Polly Malinaji. That's great and all that. Yeah. But what's the second one, name? Malinaji. Sorry, kind of. One thing that I think is actually brilliant that really goes in McGregor's favour. It's the fact that Polly Malinaji definitely didn't knock Conor McGregor down. Yeah. Because otherwise we would have heard him say it. And he never said it. Yeah. So, the worst thing Polly Malinaji said was like, McGregor didn't like getting hit to the body. So, if that's the best Polly Malinaji was able to do from him, maybe this fight is going to be a lot more competitive than like people are actually thinking. That's the thing. Uh, you can even dive into a deeper thing that Polly Malinaji is probably going to look for a fight. He's trying to like sell a fight. The next uh, fight, yeah. The next fight. Oh, 100%. He put, well, like, why put, wouldn't you? Yeah, he's putting his name in the ringer. Yeah, but, like, the thing is, he, he was he was retired. He was retired less than a year now. But, uh, he like, he obviously wasn't fighting fit. Mm. Um, he came off a flight, went in, sparred, what was it, eight rounds. Yeah. Then he went off for the weekend, came back and sparred 12 rounds. Um, like, in fairness, like, imagine, how could anyone be 100% fit then? But, like, from the way McGregor was sort of controlling them, it was sort of like... Uh, like if you had to guess who 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 was the two time world champion, even though they both are, yeah, you would have said McGregor. <clears throat> Look, McGregor's doing an excellent job promoting this fight, and in my opinion, he's the only one promoting. Yeah, this fight. yeah. Mayweather's doing nothing on his side. McGregor's team is promoting more yeah. than Mayweather. May, any I've Mayweather on Instagram, and everything is about how his strip clubs opening, and even on like uh, the all access stuff, he's just doing nothing about the. He doesn't even talk about the fight. He's buying his kids like twenty thousand dollar bags and stuff. Can't believe he even does that. Like. I know, yeah. Um, they, they, they probably don't care about the bag now. Look, Barry, do you think it's actually right for Conor McGregor to invite Polly Malinaji to his camp and then put up those photos and videos? Well, the thing is, Polly Malinaji was like slagging him beforehand, and you know the way McGregor is so like you can't slag him or else he's mm. gonna get you. And then like McGregor brought him out and like sort of like almost toiling him. But like if you look at McGregor's body, even the way he's been, he's been he's turning into like a robot. He's sort of like so like. He's getting the top of the range of everything, even from the, the the Versace robe to the UFC training complex. I guarantee you that was almost made for him. I think this fight's almost taking a turn that it's almost like it's become a McGregor circus in a, in a way that McGregor is so much the A-side now that it's actually become frightening. He is actually controlling the narrative at all times. Whatever he says is the fact. Yeah. And whatever everyone else says is the untrue side of yeah. it. Seeing him sit down with Ariel Hawani and the way he envisions things is absolutely frightening. Like the fact that he said, what, two, three years ago that he was like, it's going to be McGregor's promotions and yeah. co-promotion yeah. with UFC. Yeah. And this has come to fruition. Yeah. And just the fact that it's almost like 
if you kick Floyd Mayweather out on 26th of August and put in Paulie Malignaggi, it probably sell the same amount of pay per views. Probably, yeah. People just want to see Conor McGregor fight. Yeah, yeah, they want, yeah, yeah. It doesn't really matter the opponent, and yeah. he's actually shown that he can land that left hand on Paulie Malignaggi. Now, I think what a lot of people are not understanding about this fight is that in UFC, if Conor McGregor knocks him down, he gets to follow up and yeah, pummel yeah. them. Yeah. As opposed to if he, knock, if he knocks down Floyd Mayweather, he basically gets a 15-second 10 count to get back to his feet because that ref ain't counting fast if Floyd no, Mayweather hits no, the deck. No. So the odds are actually stuck, stacked astronomically against McGregor to beat Floyd Mayweather. But the thing is, the deck has almost always been sacked against McGregor. And he's 95% of the time he's come out with the better end. He's never been really the A-side. As he, well, like, uh, maybe, you could maybe argue the Diaz one fight, people thought he'd probably win that, but then he lost that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Anytime he's been the underdog, he's actually he's actually come out and won. Yeah, and like, like, Poirier was supposed to be too good. He was in the top five. Chad Mendes was supposed to be the wrestler and he's not able to be the wrestler. Jose Aldo was the pound for pound yeah. king. He wasn't supposed to be him. Alright, you fought Nate Diaz and people were like, oh, who knows? And then you fought uh, Nate Diaz the second time and were like, oh, you got choked out and yeah. like tapped like a bitch in the, fr- in, the, in the second round. He was like, no way he's beating him this time. And then you fought Eddie Alvarez, who was the weight class above him, and they're like, oh, he's the underground king. He's so tough, you're not going to knock him out. And yeah. he made a show of him. Yeah. So like... He, like, McGregor is the Mayweather of the UFC. Like, just like, talks to talk, walks to walk. Um, Conor McGregor is a mile ahead of... Floyd Mayweather was when they were at respective ages. Well, like physically, you are no. When like Conor McGregor was twenty eight and Floyd Mayweather was twenty eight, Conor McGregor is a mile ahead of him. Floyd Mayweather was fighting on the Oscar De La Hoya undercard at twenty eight. Conor McGregor is going to enter the biggest fight of all time at age twenty eight. Well, twenty nine now. Sorry. Yeah. So like the way Mayweather's like, oh, I have all the money. I have all the money. He's been like doing combat sport for eleven years longer. Yeah, he should have more yeah, money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's not a fair comparison. So, it will be interesting to see. And a lot of people are saying, oh, Conor will stop because he's going to earn too much money. But Floyd was earning a lot of money, and he kept going. No, McGregor will just probably, like, bring that whole SPG team and create his own thing. Don't you worry, Mayweather has the money team. It'll be, like, mm. the SP, the, it'll be like the McGregor team. I was just listening to the way he talks. And he, 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 he reveals such insights into his life at times, McGregor. And it's actually frightening. Like, he bought a boat in Dublin there recently. Yeah. And he called it the 188. Yeah, yeah. Because he used to get 188 euro on the dole. Yeah. And like he was like, oh, I bought it for a day and bought two jet skis and had my phone in it and then just gave it to my dad. And then he's like, oh, when I finish this, it's my friend's wedding and I beat that and I'm going to get like 100 grand yacht yeah. and we're all just going to go cruise on it. a million yacht. Or I think he was going to rent it for 100 yeah. grand oh, for, right, for, right. for a week and we're all just going to go out on the yacht. Yeah. I was like, what's Freud and carry on from like, considering that he was five years ago, no one, no one even knew who he was. Things all like I'm not actually gonna be like, he, like he's like he's not. I'm not actually gonna be surprised if he knocks Mayweather out. Like I'm actually not. I think I think obviously, uh, like he's gonna be strong. Like he will be stronger, be taller. Like he's also got the reach. I don't think Mayweather's ever fought someone with longer reach. I know. You see the thing. Some people are gonna be like, oh, these are absolute ticks, like saying that. But I mean. Do, do the people that are saying we are ticks have they watched McGregor fight? That's the thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like it's the style as well because Mayweather doesn't attack. He like he like stands back ish. If you know mm. what I mean? Like he doesn't like he's not like Lomachenko now. It's not like yeah. you know what I mean? Like I mean then that would be serious trouble for McGregor now. But like it can almost be like the perfect stylistic match that McGregor could ever get to actually bring him to like even bigger stardom. Did you actually see Lomachenko actually offered Spar McGregor? Yeah, yeah, I saw that, yeah. yeah. He didn't look too happy about that. I, McGregor? Yeah. No, McGregor was like, I don't think he was like offended or was no, like no, afraid no. of it. No, he, 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 like, he was sort of like, it would be no help to me to spar you. You're, I know, yeah, but if, if like, Lomachenko is like the best, like they, 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 that would not suit. Like, yeah, no, McGregor wouldn't be able to Yeah, yeah but there, there was, there's no benefit for doing Oh, I know, yeah, because he's Southpaw, I know he's Southpaw as well, but I mean... He's also weighs a lot less. Oh, yeah, weighs way less, yeah, but I mean, it was sort of like... Like, there's no point even bringing that, like, not you bringing it up. There's no point of, like, Lomachenko even, like, McGregor was just sort of like, nah, he's all right. That's, like, don't try to make a name off me, man. Like, I'm I'm knocking out Mayweather here. Also, did you see, the, we posted a photograph there the other day of, uh, just outside Sin Nightclub in Dublin. Uh, there's a great painting of, uh, or mural, you call it, of uh, 
McGregor standing over Mayweather. We have to go visit that as well, man. He he, McGregor must have the owner saying because like he, does, he, yeah, always, yeah. he always ends up there. Yeah. Or that's where it's it's painted over yeah. the Jose Aldo one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. that does mean like because like, yeah. he's always his crew always end up in there. Yeah, no, we have to make sure we go there anyway. Yeah, because I want to check it out. It's incredible to think how much like even your man writing the song, Mick Costigan writing the song. Yeah, but it's like it's incredible to think how one man can have the country like. The entire nation has fingertips. You know what I mean? I say this is, like this is more than like Ireland, the football team making it through the World Cup <laughs> years ago. Like anything bigger, bigger than anyone else has ever mm. done. And it's great the way like he addressed all that racism issue and all that. And he was like, he looked, he was like, here, look, Floyd knew what he was doing. He was like playing a race card. Yeah. Or well, it wasn't even Floyd. In fairness, Floyd Mayweather didn't even do it as much. It was more like people around Floyd's team. Yeah. They were trying to point Pay McGregor as the bad guy. Yeah, but he's not the bad guy. Yeah, but if you're getting that ruined, you're like, uh, like any last like last roll of dice there, get it out. You know. Mm. But it's just one of those things where like they have to realize that Conor McGregor has he's too much of a star to be the bad guy. He's yeah. the good guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? But he's like he's like the Stone Cold Steve Austin good guy. Yeah. He's like. Going around like kicking everyone's ass and everyone's like, I love him anyway. Yeah, he's flying out your man uh, who sang that Conor McGregor song. Mick Costigan. Yeah, he's flying him out and yeah. a friend. That was, that was an unreal song, by the way. Yeah, it was, yeah. He actually did such a good job. And like on the ukulele, I think it just makes it so much more endearing than yeah. he's playing a little yeah. ukulele. If he was playing a big guitar, I think it would be like, oh yeah, good job. But because he plays the ukulele, everyone's like, that's unreal. Do you know what's funny? He came out with a song last year yeah, for, the Euros. for the Euros for Ireland, right? Yeah. Not a sniff of the FAI whipping out a tenor to fly him over. Yeah. And then McGregor, McGregor was just like, right, come on over. That's it. Yeah. Oh yeah, when you put it that way, it's actually for Yeah. Or, I don't know. That's how. Well, I don't even know what to say about that. What am I meant to say? Well, I feel like so many people are supporting him so much that it's just the way it is. Yeah. It's just like, I just can't wait for the fight. I'm almost like, Dying for it to happen. The, the only thing is that I'd almost rather it was a UFC production on, uh, like the All Access and stuff like that. Like the Showtime is good, but I feel what they're more like boxing. I feel like they show you a lot of. I feel like they show you a lot of stuff that um you you already see, you know. Yeah, as in like you you already seen it. It's repeat. Yeah, but the thing coverage. is, yeah, but it's more like. The, that McGregor there's so much coverage of McGregor that you're actually bound to see everything yeah like I almost wish I saw more of his like early upbringing rather than like what's going on now you know what I mean yeah, yeah. I, almost, I wish they almost told the tale of how each fighter got to where they were today yeah I almost yeah but that. unfortunately the funny thing is like you, you can't do it because you don't like obviously you can't rewind time that's one thing you can't do but I mean like you, how are you meant to know that that person was going to become that person to watch all the stuff well, that's why people do YouTube vlogs and all yeah. that. Yeah. Oh no, it's just going to be the biggest fight of all time, and can't wait for it to happen. And yeah. we're going to probably do a full breakdown on it next week or the week after. I don't know which way the weeks are rolling into yeah. it, but who knows? We might even try out an extra podcast. Very extra. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think we are moving heard, on. By the way, by the way, could we just before we wrap up the Polly Manonage thing? Do you think it's right to actually release footage from a sparring match? Because like in UFC. They all they always like they always bring up how like oh a beach, breaking uh, the rules of conduct. Yeah, rules, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think nine times out of ten, if that was Conor McGregor beating up Artem or beating up someone else, I think it'd be wrong. But because Conor McGregor told him we're you're gonna come in here and we're gonna have a knock, and like he came in there trying to make a name for himself, and Conor McGregor came in there wanting to beat him up, and then there was said to be a knockdown, and then he said there was no knockdown. And Conor McGregor didn't actually release the footage. Dana White released the footage. Yeah. So therefore, I don't think it was as bad as people try and make it out to be. And the fact that he tried to say he tripped when you can actually see him, like... Yeah. In first, what it, it, was it, it, he what, talking about? It wasn't so much like a knockdown as he punched me from the ground. But like he was looking for a way to yeah. stop getting hit. And <laughs> he, like, he dropped to the floor anyway. It wasn't so much like a punch and he was clean on the ground. But like he was punching him and he ended up on the ground. That's what happened. There was no... Push. Yeah, he. Uh, Polly Manon actually tried to go into detail to explain like the sequence of how he fell yeah. over. Yeah, he was like all over Twitter, going yeah. all over it. But I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe the, he, he's probably done more tweets in the last two weeks than yeah. he's done combined the rest of his Twitter career. Yeah, yeah also Malin was also saying that like McGregor puts his sparring partners in like the sh- these shitty like uh, like a shitty accommodation and sort of yeah. like McGregor treats everyone in that team like for fucking five stars. So yeah. I don't know why he's shouting on about. But anyway, 12 anyway. days away, 12 days, 12 away. days away, can't wait. 12 days away, can't wait. So, 
we're going to move on to the Premier League now. It's uh, back. The Premier League is back in action. Like one of the, my first with loves. Bang. One of my first loves, apart from Ross Cowell. But uh, it came back with a bang. It started on a Friday night, which is weird because usually they all get going on a Saturday. And uh, the Friday night game. I hope Friday night games is the thing all year. But that would be great. That's you see the thing is they're trying to maximize cash for these matches, so they may as well have a Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday, or Friday night, Saturday, Sunday, and then Monday night is that. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, Monday as well, yeah. Oh, you see, Friday would be great. Like, say if, you, say if you're in work and you're stressed out and you're just like, after work, you want to go to the pub and you're like, oh, well, at least there's a match on, you know what I mean? Yeah, but even if you're sitting home, like, I wouldn't care if, like, Spurs yeah. were playing Stoke, I'd be like, all right, grand, I'll watch that. Yeah, you know what I mean? and almost, like, allows you to stay in then as yeah. well, or even. But, uh, we're going to have to kick it off with the first game of the season. It was The Gunners against the Foxes. Yeah. Arsenal against Leicester. Arsenal against Leicester. 4-3. With a few minutes to go with Giroud to get the winner. Ross, what's you make of the like, opening day weekend? And like, what a way to kick it off. Okay, first of all, very impressed Jamie Vardy grabbing two goals. Because like, there was like talks of him last year being like, alright, maybe he's like was a one-season wonder. And he looked very good again. This Arsenal team is... I find it bizarre. The fact that El Nene is like starting to send him a yeah. Xhaka, I just don't get that. He's a, he's like there Fellaini. Yeah, I, I just, I don't see it. And then like Alexis sitting up in the stands, like looking like he doesn't really give a rat. Um, he, man, he looked depressed. I know they won in the end, but like he didn't look happy at all. I, like. I don't, did Ozil play? No. No, I don't think he played either. In fairness, they actually did quite well to get the result in the end. So if I was an Arthur fan, I'd just be pleased that they got three points and just like move on to the next game. I'm not too hopeful for... Their season with the way they're going. Lacazette oh, sorry, scored. Sorry, also did play. Sorry, excuse me. Oh, did he? Okay, yeah. well, like the fact that I didn't know he played. Yeah. Very much. Yeah. Uh, Lacazette does look very good for them. He's he does. The opener. Joey looks like he looks like Kanye West. Do you see it? Yeah, he also looks a bit like Darren Bent. Yeah, I think his head's a bit bigger. Than yeah, Darren. yeah, he's like Kanye uh, West. Yeah, Kanye West. Um, that didn't work. Yeah, it was like Kanye Best West. Yeah. Well, okay. All right, tomorrow. Anyway, he looks uh, good. He looks. Yeah, he, looks no, he actually does. Look he looks good. better than I thought. He'd and you know what? Yeah. Leicester didn't look terrible, which is also good. Yeah. Yeah. So, not really much to say about the two teams. It was a bit of a goal fest. It was very entertaining, but like, you can't be doing that all season and getting away with it. No. Um, Leicester. Leicester don't really seem to have like really improved. Yeah. And then I feel bad for Leicester. You can't be scoring three goals away from home and losing. Yeah. Especially against Arsenal. So, speaking about conceding three goals, Barry. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, the Premier League champions. The Premier League champions. Chelsea lost 3-2 to Burnley. Brilliant news for us because, um, like, first of all, the amount of Irish players to play for Burnley. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Burnley went 3-0 up and then Chelsea got two back. Um, Chelsea... Then, yeah, at, but after that, Rod Brady hit the post for a free kick. Yeah, no, I, wi- like, I, was, I was willing that to go uh, in. Like, he s- nailed the post. Yeah, Gary Cahill got sent off, Fabregas got sent off. Chelsea seem to have, like be not with it. I don't understand what's going on with their squad. Why is Zuma out alone, Ruben off his cheek out alone when they need more centre halves and more centre midfields? Yeah, and Chabola's gone as well. Yeah. Um I actually don't know what Chelsea are doing. Why they're making their squad a lot smaller for, but they're actually playing more games this year, which is uh there's obviously They never should have should have sold Matic either. That is like just that, that like, is just bizarre crazy. like and then why did they start Morata as well? Supposedly Conte, Conte only like started like he started all these youngsters and put loads of youngsters on the bench to show Bramovich that like he needs more players. But uh, they're leaving it very very late to get about what five if not six world class players in, and the yeah. amount of money these players are going to cost, and also like teams are going to be like right Chelsea are desperate, stick another ten million on it as well. Yeah, Chelsea are not looking great this year, and they have the Champions League. You know, I can almost see them finishing outside top four. Or like, if that's if that's a squad they're going to carry around. If that's going to happen, Conte would be long gone before the end of the season. Yeah, actually. they were saying that earlier in the year that yeah. Conte might not be... Might, it, like, they know it sounds terrible, but like Conte probably won't hang around because he's not been given what he wants. Yeah. Although Morata looks very good, you know that, yeah? Yeah, but well, coming off the bench again, it's well, like, a good starting though. You see the thing is Like I wasn't surprised He scored But the thing is When he scored And set up a goal I was like Lukaku better like Get get a goal as well yeah, Like no, you know no, what else They're going to Because they're going to Draw comparisons Between them two all year But uh, certain players Looked like certain, mm. they, they just Didn't look themselves Chelsea In fairness What a credit to Bernie 3-2 Away To the champions There was some There was just They were training it up As well Yeah they, No they're they're a very good unit. They seem to be like really get along well, Burnley. I'd say there's some serious well, crack. Now. I'd say that with all the Irish boys in there, I'd say they've got crack. Like what? John Walters, Jeff Hendrick, Wardy, Brady. Robbie Brady. Wardy scored like an absolute worldy. Yeah. So like all those players there, you know what I mean? It's gonna work for them. 
Yeah, they're, they're definitely staying up as well. And they kept heating mm. as well in goal, yeah. which is actually always a good sign. Um, yeah, speaking of another team letting in three goals, Liverpool drew three all with Watford. Um, like, I, I think the talent thing here, the, the highlight from this game is not what was going on the pitch. The fact that Philip Coutinho was not in the squad. See, that's the thing, right? Because like, if you think about their squad with Coutinho or without Coutinho, they have another player who's like outraged to go to attack midfielder. And he's probably the best yeah. they have. Yeah. And losing him, it's almost like a sign to where... Liverpool are going yeah. that they're a selling club that they will or they're willing That's to let the their players play the so. I think I think Klopp's were like here we're not selling we're not a selling club oh wait a sec Coutinho's on a one way flight to Barcelona yeah the lot, I think Liverpool were hoping that Neymar transfer wouldn't go ahead yeah. over everyone yeah because Coutinho's actually such a good like replacement for Neymar yeah it's oh, I feel bad for Liverpool you know that like I mean obviously not that much because they're sport United, but the way like uh, like when you're sticking when you're watching a match a day and United aren't on and Coutinho scores a great goal, it's always great to see a great goal. But like when you're taking away the world's ble- like like he's definitely one of the best player like well, he's, yeah, he's probably top ten Premier League player. Well, yeah, he's definitely top ten Premier League player, in, and he's just uh, taking that away is just gonna like reduce the standard again, and then we're gonna have these comparisons how Spain's better than England, but. Uh, if you're a Liverpool fan right now, you must be like, oh my god! Like Salah looks like a decent replacement, but like, like I think Mane, I think like Mane will probably do quite well from this year. Yeah, but if you look at it, or you got Salah in and Coutinho's going to leave, like who else do they get? What uh, Slanky? That's it. Yeah, that's, you know what I mean? Like, how, how, are you spo- how are they supposed to like improve when they like they basically have the same squad, if not worse squad? So. It's not a bad It's not a good sign For the club Because then the next thing You know Firmino's going to Want to leave uh, And then like Then then the exodus Almost begins Like Liverpool Are almost looking At fourth place already Yeah I heard someone saying That like If Arsenal if, if Wenger eventually leaves Klopp might get that job You know that I wouldn't be surprised yeah. Look Arsenal are a team That always have that ability To push, push forward I was actually watching Gerrard Give a like He was saying that How he convinced um, Suarez to stay yeah. the next year Liverpool he, Arsenal offered like 40 million in 1p for yeah. uh, Suarez because that was his that would have uh, been a bargain that was his whatever buyout clause and Jared convinced him to say he was like here look Arsenal aren't that much better anyway so you might as well just stay here yeah. he nearly won the league um, yeah, he did nearly win then the league. Barcelona came calling and like all those people can say what they want but like Barcelona Liverpool there's no comparison really for Coutinho is there uh, not at all. Like all the South American players really want to play in like four either Real Madrid or Barcelona. Like and that's just it. Yeah, it would be, it'd be different. It would be different if he was at uh, even say Chelsea last year and they won the league. You know what I mean? At least it'd be like oh, won the league here last year. You know what I mean? It's like you're at Liverpool and they bought no one for you this summer. They bought Salah. They bought someone in your position. Yeah, you know what I mean? Haven't improved in any sort of way, really. Yeah. Do you see the thing is, if he goes now, the amount of trouble Liverpool are going to have replacing him. Yeah, it's too late in the window. It's yeah, like like. And the the cost is going to be so much more money as well. You're probably going to have and to the fact he's handing a transfer request as well is also frightening. Yeah, they're going to have to spend. They're probably going to have to spend about. Okay, if he leaves, they're probably going to have to spend like fifty million on Lanzini or something. <laughs> Jeez, that's frightening. They'll probably be like, give us fifty million for him, or else yeah. you're not getting them. And then then they've no. Who who else could they go for to replace Coutinho at this short notice? I think uh, actually, doesn't Lanzini's actually a good shout that they'd actually would go and buy. Oh, they're getting ripped off here. Anyway, look, they honest, don't want to be messed around. To honest, like. to honest, until it happens, I'm not worried about it. And like, the situation's messed up anyway because he wants to go. Yeah. Uh, what What about Man City? Man City look quite like I know it took them a while to score a goal. Aguero missed a few sitters mm-hmm. now. I think it more so just showed that Brighton aren't going to be pushed over by most teams. You're going to have to really break them down to beat them. But like, look. It was a goal for class between the two sides. It really is, man. The first, so I, I, much I, actually, when I think about it, Gabriel Jesus, I think scored like two offside goals or two disallowed yeah. goals. Oh, he like handballed one in. Yeah, yeah, yeah but like it, the fact that like he he got on the end of it meant like it was close to being scored anyway. Uh, he looks frightened again this year. I'm not too sure really what to think of City because they're going to take a bit of time to gel at the back. Uh, Ederson actually made it like quite a blunder at one stage. Um, Brighton nearly scored, but yeah, they look. Quite decent this year, City wasn't keen on the jersey. And Kyle Walker got man of the match, you know. Did he actually? Yeah, terrible haircut on David Luiz. Actually, shaved head, him. yeah, shaved head. Yeah, it's not even that tanned either. No, he's also, not. another person, company's back. That's it, that's a great move yeah, for them. For how, how long? I don't know, but like if they're gonna play three at the back, that could be all right. Yeah, yeah, he definitely work as the, the center 
Yeah. What do you think of the odds of what do you think of the idea of Jesus, Gabriel Jesus and Aguero up front? That's uh, I think a lot of pace. I think it's scary. That's a lot of pace. I think it's I think they could like be team seven nil in some games with those two up front. Because, like, they actually... Jesus doesn't mind, looks like he doesn't mind, like, passing the ball off for a goal either. Would you give City the favourites to uh, win the league? Ask me in a few minutes. Okay. Uh, another match on Saturday. Everton 1-1-0 against Stoke. Wayne Rooney, the return of the Waza. Scoring a very good header. Uh, what do you think of Everton's... What do you think of Everton this season, man? Like, I, I honestly they've bought well. Yeah, they've bought very, you've very been, well. You've been going on about them all summer. Uh, look... They got the 1-0 result. Rooney got on the score sheet. I actually thought he got on the score sheet. I actually bet on him to get on the score sheet. He was 5-1 to be first goal scorer. And I think going forward, I think Everton could like almost challenge for like sort of fifth place this year. Their squad seems to be quite good. They're not playing... I don't think they're playing European football, are they? They're in the Europa League. I think, yeah, no, they are. Yeah, okay, nice Thursday. Look, they seem to have built a good squad around them. And... I think Rooney's going to be scoring like 20 goals this year. Not saying 20 league goals, but 20 goals in total. Yeah. And well, if you keep him happy, gonna, you know. He's, he's going to play up front. So I think he will score 20 yeah. goals. But wait, and like, he looks like he's like back at his boyhood club. So, because he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah but like, you yeah, know what I mean? Like, no, he, looks like, he looks like he's actually there. Yeah. So, Look, looking at that Stoke team, like I think Mark Hughes is almost taking as far as he can. That's the way like, Tony Pulis brought it to a level. Yeah. Then you move up to another level. I think that's the that's the first they're gonna go really. Yeah, like. Darren Fletcher actually had a decent job. Yeah, but yeah, but like Fletcher and Joe Allen sent to me is like it's just yeah, sort of like Swansea esque or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's like you you're not progressing at the O's Europa League spots those two. Yeah, uh, Huddersfield fresh into the Premier League got a good win, three win against Crystal Palace as well. Uh, I actually thought Palace might actually be decent this year, but yeah, uh, like, obviously not. Yeah, at home, Frank De Boer is their manager now, isn't he? Yeah, that's a terrible start. Yeah, all four new signings for them started as well. Yeah. Although Fosu Mensa made this absolute last ditch tackle for them and it was absolutely phenomenal. It was one of the best tackles I've ever seen. Yeah. But I think what they did is they like, heavily marked Zaha and then I think Benteke had one or two chances and that was just it. Yeah. Uh, also West Brom beat Bournemouth 1-0 as well. Uh, uh, who cares? Yeah, no one really gives a <laughs> shit about that. And finally Southampton drew Nolan Swansea. And no uh, one cares G- except like, for G- Liverpool. Shane Long didn't even get on in that match, and Charlie no. Austin got on ahead of him. So that's he's probably gonna have to get a move. Where could he go? He could get a move to Swansea. I'd he say. Go back to West Brom. No, that's shit. You go back. You go back. You should get, get a move to Swansea. Get another big move. They were Swansea not shit as well, no. Yeah, but I mean, they've been, like they, they like to feed into a target man sort of thing. Whereas uh, West Brom, I mean, what back to the baggies like. Yeah, but I feel like West Brom's a better move than Swansea. He probably, he probably moved from there for a reason. Like. Yeah, but I, I feel like Swansea you could get relegated and West Brom I think are fairly safe. Uh, whatever, he's going to have to get a move in town, you know, he wants whatever. Okay, moving on to Sunday's games. Newcastle actually played Spurs. Spurs beat them 2-0. Spurs off to a cracker again. What is the story with Spurs? They're actually running the muck Christian Eriksen was fantastic, as was Deddy Alley. Harry Kane, yet again, could be have another slow start to the season. He's actually like sort of known for that. Did he not, oh. give, did he not give an assist for one of the goals? No, I, I thought Ericsson assisted both of them. Um, did he? I actually, he did. But look, I think the real talking point here was John he Joe Shelby. John Joe Shelby stamping on Teddy uh, uh, Alley. In fairness, he actually tapped him, and Teddy Alley made him. It's because like Shelby, uh, no, no, Shelby's no. taking the it boots was, off Joey Barton being the bad uh, no, guy. No, in fairness, it was fairly. It was like it was a an underhanded move. Yeah, but you know what was quite funny then. The Newcastle fans then like booed Deddy Alley for the rest of the game for getting stamped on. Did also, it? well, in fairness, also we scored a goal against him, so like it's probably good enough reason as well. Yeah, have you have Newcastle back in the back in the league? Um, to be honest, I'm very disappointed that uh, there's transfer activity. I yeah. thought they should have bought yeah, like the, four or five players. They've no cash. Well, they they're, they're not they're not spending any cash. Joe Spurs' new right back is called Kyle Walker Peters, so they replaced yeah. Kyle Walker with Kyle Walker Peters. Yeah, enhanced version. Yeah, right. So we're gonna get on to the main match that we wanted to talk about, obviously. So I went through every other team, just so you better be happy. Manchester United, yeah, absolutely. Can't, demo- can't say we just gave a United rant. Yeah, yeah, no United rant. Manchester United beating West Ham 4-0. Um, this is definitely one of the best performances I've seen United play since the Fergie days. Um, I also added in the fact that I think Matic bossed the game more. That Matic bossed the game. No one had bossed the game as much as Matic did there compared to... Oh, I can't even say this properly. Nobody controlled the game as much... As Maddich did since, since since Paul Scholes did back in the DAY. Um, but, what a signing. I, like, I mean, yes, Lukaku got the two goals, but I mean, Maddich is just on a different planet, man. 
I think what needs to be addressed here first is... Address it. I think what was incredible was the fact that West Ham were probably in the top three pound for pound (laughs) transfer signings of the summer. Like, they got in Joe Hart, Premier League winner, England number one goalkeeper. They got in Pablo Zabaleta, Premier League winner, still a good right back. He's not getting up and down as much, but still a good signing for a West Ham. And Chikorito, Premier League winner and goal scorer. Yeah. They, they like they signed very well over summer. Like you could almost argue that they're up there with Everton as the best Premier League signings of the summer. Yeah, and they had nothing to offer Man United. It could have been six or seven nil. There were some other key opportunities missed. Rashford assist for Lukaku's first goal was absolutely phenomenal. Perfect. Mkhitaryan yeah. put in a lovely ball. You could tell that was like a set piece move when they yeah. scored it. Said they were passionate. Um, yeah. Lukaku's second goal was phenomenal. Or sorry, uh, Martial's goal was uh, he absolutely took it like a boss. Yeah. And then Pogba's goal was just like what we were looking for. Out yeah. Of Paul Pogba. Where was that last year? Like yeah, it was just it looked it, it all just looked so well gelled together. I think one man actually might be the odd man out in the squad. Yeah. Squad there, he yeah, looks he is, he, yeah. like he's he's too slow to keep yeah. that pace. But it looked frighteningly good. Jose Mourinho was delighted with it. Four goals at home. My brother Chris and Jake were actually at the game, so might have to send them over to every game for them. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, but like, what a game! Yeah, do you like the way they have the two, like the Pogba and the Matic? Like, because oh, I would have yeah. thought they were going to play the Herrera there in the midfield as well. But like, after seeing that, I'm sort of like, I like that. But the three in front of that aren't as like, isn't as good as the two behind. If you know what I mean. I, I think it's just like. As long as managers on that pitch, like it's gonna be so much more solid. Joey, you know he just looks like a father. Yeah. Well, like uh, I couldn't, I couldn't actually chaperoning his kids. I couldn't believe how big he looked in that jersey. Yeah. And like when he took that run down the wing, he was just what like, was he doing? Uh, he was just like sort of doing what he wanted. It, 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 <laughs> it was, it was, it was if like he was a fifteen-year-old playing against eleven-year-olds, and he yeah. was just like, "I'm gonna go for a run. I'm not actually yeah. much better at football than you, but I'm just actually that much bigger that you're just gonna accept it." And like. He's so composed on the ball, yeah. it's actually frightening. The little pass he plays, and then he runs into the right position. Yeah. It's like the technique you'd use for a perfect strike of bowling, just the way he like passed the ball left and right. Yeah, and he did a few pings like forty yeah. yards, and they were like perfect. I, I almost feel like I didn't watch him play at Chelsea the right way, or well, he he definitely was doesn't have that freedom that he's after getting at United. Yeah. And I, I don't want to go all in on it because like it's only been one game. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> You have to remember but, uh, yeah, but you have to remember we're like Sporting United yeah. after the last couple of years and then seeing that you're like what is this? Like this is like mm. this should have been going on for the last four or five years. Like I I, I think we have we have those like well I think we, what happened last year is like Rashford's after coming on a bit more physically, like yeah. Lukaku is an absolute physical specimen. You have Pogba and Madison midfield and they're both very physical. Yeah. And then like at the back, like Jones actually did this job, like Bailey's in my opinion is the best defender in the league. And yeah, I, I think scary, like definitely. I think Blind is like he's like almost like a calm present. Yeah, he's not like phenomenal or anything, but like he's not terrible or anything either. Yeah. So it's oh, no, just, definitely. and like Tony Valencia up and down that right hand side, like in my opinion, one of the best right backs in the league, easily. It's just such a good squad. Oh, and I can't even I can't believe I haven't mentioned him. Mkhitaryan is actually so good as well. He's just like I don't know. I don't know if he's gonna eventually fit into that. Like yeah, like I think he is very good. But the way the way it's sort of shaping up now, right? We need a left winger, and. Um, I don't really know where you put Mkhitaryan then because he's meant to go in the middle but then if you take him like that's where Pogba should sort of go and Matic and Herrera should sort of stay so it really depends on what formation we play I know yeah that's the thing I, I, like I want to know our best formation oh, I want oh, to oh, see oh, it now I wouldn't be surprised seeing like a 4-3-3 and then having like Matic, Herrera and Pogba and then like up top you have Mkhitaryan, Rashford and Lukaku you could even after Martial scoring that goal you could even have Lukaku up top on the right Rashford and on the left Martial but yeah, then you have no strikers yeah, on the bench. No, no, I, I, I think I think Marshall's going to sit on the bench, and I think it's going to be McTarion on the right and Rashford on the left. McTarion on the right, Rashford on the left, and then Lukaku. Yeah, but, yeah, but do you like? Do you, I don't get why. Like, I, I'd much rather like the, the, the wingers stay at the wings, like because what, the way we started there on the weekend, the two wingers will come in to the middle, like Mata will come in on the right, and then Rashford will come in off the left, and like Rashford isn't actually that's not actually he's not best in that position. I don't think either. No. I don't, I, I'd be happy enough to even see like the two of them go up top, Rashford and the. There's just so many players and oh, so many. You know what I actually thought there positions. You know I actually played so well. Um, Pogba and Manich had such control in midfield. You yeah. could always play a four four two, go like old school with two attacking wide players, Mkhitaryan one, yeah. and then Rashford yeah. and Lukaku up front, and then I can see that, and then like 
we just buy a left winger. Maybe Perisic is going to come now and like be like, that's it. Gary Neville said something about Harry and Robin. Imagine getting him. I know, yeah, but, yeah, but he's almost too frightening. As in, like, <laughs> it's not, yeah, but he's looking. Like, yeah, but he's almost too direct. Okay, almost as in, like, he'd almost like take it and score too much. Uh, he, like, oh, yeah, he, he that's won't cross. Yeah, he won't cross. He won't cross. He'll score too much. <laughs> Uh, no, Robin. Do you remember that volley he scored for Bayern against United? Oh like, my god, it was one of the best goals I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was actually so good I couldn't even hate him. Yeah. They're supposed to be Martial's, like Spurs are trying to buy Martial as yeah, well. I don't see it though. I think that's a shoot paper talk. I can't actually see. I don't see why, like, what, like they have Janssen, man. Oh yeah. Your man didn't <laughs> score. He didn't score last year. Impressive. But look, what are, what's the fixtures lined up for next week, Barry? Well, Who have we got? I, I know Man United are playing Swansea away from home, and I'm expecting maybe like a three-one to United. To be United yeah, United are kicking off the Premier League fixtures next weekend. Uh, United are playing away to Swansea. Um, Is it a Saturday game? What? Is it Saturday? Yeah, Saturday. Yeah. Oh, I was hoping it'd be another Friday night game. No, I thought no, that wouldn't be great. But uh, yeah, I, I can't see anything but United win. Bournemouth taking on Watford. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, I go for, I go off for win. Burnley taking on West Brom. Burnley again. It's just like Ireland. Is yeah, yeah, yeah. We're yeah. supporting Burnley as our second team this year. Yeah. Uh, Leicester playing Brighton. Oh, I think Leicester win Leicester, that. yeah. Liverpool play against Palace. Oh, you can see a Palace back last. It's going to be the draw. Will Coutinho be gone by then? Well, he won't be starting, I don't think, anyway. Uh, Southampton playing West Ham. Oh, I'd see that being a draw as well. Like, yeah. see West Ham not want, like getting hammered again. Good point, good yeah. point. And then uh, Stoke playing Arsenal in the Britannia. No, I think Arsenal win. Yeah, well, I think Lacazette's too good to like not score a goal against Stoke. Yeah, he does look. He does look sort of impressive. I am impressed with him. Mm. Uh, then also on Sunday, Huddersfield playing Newcastle. I think Huddersfield might win that. You know, yeah, they yeah, just yeah, won there. Yeah, be top of the league. Newcastle are a mess, man. Yeah, they actually yeah. are a mess. Did they win the league? Yeah. It was them and Brighton, and like they were like, going back for. I think Newcastle did end up winning. Clowns and then Spurs are playing Chelsea at four o'clock on Sunday. That's why everyone's going to be tuning in to watch. Um, Jesus, I'm gonna to have to go with Spurs and Delhi. So much, man. Yeah, 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 like that. That team's like that team's looking dangerous, and that's Chelsea team's a mess. I'm pretty sure Spurs. Joe, uh, you know I guarantee you, uh, Morata will start for Chelsea. But uh, Spurs, I think Spurs actually beat Chelsea last year at home as well. And don't forget MNF Everton versus Man City. Who's at home? City are home to City Everton. Home. Uh, I can see that being a two-all draw. Do you think Waza will score? Yeah, I think he will. Return of the Waza. Hopefully Wayne Rooney gets on the right this season. They were, t- they were discussing there earlier, do you think he'll ever get a trophy at the at Old Trafford? A statue? Oh, I don't think he will. I, yeah, I, don't I, think, I don't think, as much as he's been a United legend and this achievement is actually made, you know, I don't think United has been his heart the entire time, so yeah. therefore he won't like, the fact that he was going to Chelsea at one stage and the fact that he's like, oh, Oh, we were ever in pajamas, which is an absolute lie. Is just like because he's come out with those statements. I don't think he's actually ever going to get a statue. Also, he's not the most best-looking person ever. So, ugly statue. Yeah. So I, I just don't think he will. I almost think there's a higher chance he gets a statue outside Everton. Ah, uh, oh, no. Well, well oh, no. But yeah, well, put it this way. Put it this way. Everton could win like an FA Cup or a League Cup this year, and then he could get one. You know what I mean? Yeah, I wonder when the last time they won something. I think I think Everton are a very good shout to win a cup this year. I've seen there's a lot of competition. Yeah. But here, right, we have to give our predictions for the season, right? First of all, who's going to win it? I'm going to have to say United because Oh, no, I can't say anything else. I can't say, can't say City. I'd rather say everything. Than La- than last year, I was like, no, but we have like Jose Mourinho with a season under his belt and yeah. like Big Duke Hacks, Pogba, Maddich. Like, uh, I can't I can't like say that team's not going to win the league. Okay. Uh, what about top goal scorer of the season? Romelu Lukaku. What, what, how many goals is going to be like? Do you think 20, you can get 30? 27. 27 goals I think he'd be pushed by Harry Kane it might even be 28 or 29 but what, what I don't play, think he'd hit 30 what about player of the year Romelu Lukaku you're fucking joking me eh well he scores 29 goals he's going to be player of the year Jesus well you're going to go for Lukaku goal top goal goal and boo and player of the season what, yeah. about, what about Ibra no, he's gonna come back and play like the cups and the Champions League. Jeez, I actually can't. Like, after after watching that game, I just can't even. I can't even. Like, I'm just looking forward. By the way, Zlatan Ibrahimovic which is apparently back training with Man United next week. And obviously, to be confirmed, but like apparently that's the plans. Well, who are you gonna say Golden Boot? 
I don't know. I, I well, just, has a cane. No, it's just like Lukaku's going to get so much balls into like into where like and he doesn't seem to be a player who gets injured either. Yeah, but, but he's too big to injure. He injures everyone else. The, like he's just going to get so much delivery. I was looking at players this season. I was going to be like, oh, maybe Pogba, maybe. Uh, maybe Malice but I was like no it's going to be Lukaku if he scores 28 or 29 goals like, and Man United win the league like you can't not give him that player of the season is there any chance Coutinho will be a player of the season well <laughs> no I, like that's just, that's just like it isn't it yeah I, 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 like, do you know what I can't even argue after seeing Lukaku getting that much like just bullying everyone there I was just like so what you're going to say Lukaku throughout that uh, for goals like who, who's, who's up there with him what Morata Kane Aguero Jesus I don't see Morata doing his first season okay. being top goal scorer now I see him scoring a lot of goals uh, I don't think Spurs are going to be as good this season cause oh, what about Lacazette I don't think Arsenal are going to be that great either I think I think it's going to be Joy. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Gabriel Jesus scores a good few goals this year yeah but like as many as Lukaku there's a lot yeah I know yeah, I think Lukaku's just going to get the golden boot and then player of the season player of the season I don't I don't, I don't think they're going to give everything to United so um Maybe De Bruyne. I don't care. As long as you don't win the league, I don't give a bleeding rat. Right. So we've done the Premier League. We have two topics left to very briefly discuss. Number one, the Spanish Super Cup. Yeah. Real Madrid are after winning 3-1 in the first leg. Probably the better side. Some really good goals in the game. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the, the first goal was unfortunate with PK, but... The Asensio goal was a phenomenal goal, one of the best goals I've ever seen in El Clasico. But what, what about Ronaldo's one? It was actually a very good goal as well. Yeah. But like I think because Asensio is like not Cristiano Ronaldo, it's like more impressive. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but yeah, the talking point has been, always will be, Cristiano Ronaldo. What are we making this red car business? Right. First of all. Uh, it was a it was a clash. It was just a, a clash of bodies, right? So it, it was well, first, first. First of all, it was he was yellow carded already because he took off his top half scoring a goal. Yeah. What a lovely body, man! He's actually shredded. Then that that was, the second one was never a penalty. It was just a it was just a clash, and that was it. And the ref, why is the ref such an idiot to give him a yellow card? And then you know the way Ronaldo wears his heart in his sleeve, he, like, and he's like such a big human in the whole in the, in the whole entire human race that he was just like, how dare you? And he, like he barely even tapped him, and he's after getting a five match ban as well. You know that. One, honest, one, there, there, one, was a, there was actually footage of Lionel Messi pushing a ref in 2009 and he didn't get in. You know, do you know, well, realistically, it was a four-match ban, but the extra match ban was because he got two yellow cards. Yeah. Or I would have given him a three. Oh, like, just give him a three and then just forget about it. Like, Jesus. To be honest, I think because it wasn't a, yellow card, a second yellow card and he did push a ref, just a one-match ban probably would have been enough. You know what I mean? Yes. It, like, I know they have to be like, oh, you can't touch fish and all that, but like... Ronaldo was wronged, in my opinion. Like, it wasn't the dive. It wasn't yeah. the sending off. So, therefore, like, if he if he was never sent off, he would never push the ref. Yeah. So, therefore, like, they it's love, almost the ref's fault uh, himself. Uh, they love messing around. I know. I can see why he'd want to come back to England. Oh, you know, I can yeah. see why he says it. Like, yeah, but the thing is, even the refs, if you have to realise now, because football is such a big sport now, like, even the refs are like, oh, yeah, I sent off Ronaldo there. Like, sitting yeah. home with his mates on the phone in the WhatsApp groups yeah. as well. You know what I mean? They're getting so big-headed, like, giving away more fouls, getting more yeah, time. Mark Clattenburg getting, like, a jail, jail endorsement. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, like, they're, all, they're all, like... Basking in it, so like they're part of the they're they're part of the game as much as anyone else, and they're like milking it for as much like they're getting their camera time mm. as well, and they're loving it as well. You know what I mean? But anyway, look, no one's ever going to agree on Ronaldo, whether him being the best player of all time, being second best player of time, whether he'd be sent off or he's something. Like People just have their mind made up about him. I absolutely love the fella. I think he's absolutely incredible. He's one of the best sports stars in the world. He's yeah. one of the best role models in the world. Yeah. Um, the amount of stuff that he does, like charity wise and stuff, that is absolutely frightening. Give him the fact that, like he's winning the Champions League and like all the players on the pitch running around with the trophy. And he's there like taking pictures with the kids in the wheelchairs. Like people never discuss that about him. He's an absolutely incredible athlete, and he's just a competitive fella. And there was no malice in it. So like. I know. Didn't I even think like, that's it. Didn't even push it. It wasn't as if like uh, the, the ref didn't fall over. Yeah, it wasn't like Canio. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't Di Canio and uh, against Arsenal. Like, jeez. So Relax. before we finish up, unless Barry has something to say, there's only one man left to mention: the Lightning Bolt, the fastest man to ever live. Usain Bolt has retired 
And it was actually in such heartbreaking fashion. Yeah. I can't believe that happened. Yeah. But the thing is, like, in order for, like, the king to, like, like exit the building, yeah. someone else has to beat him or else it's just, like, hmm. they, like, they've ruined the sport. You know what I mean? In fact, he was so unbeatable and he lost his last ever two races. I couldn't actually believe it. Yeah. So he lost the 100 metres, Justin Gatland, and he's no one's favourite uh, fella in sprinting. Yeah. And he also... Uh, lost the 4 by 100 He got the bat in the last thing And pulled the hamstring Which like, you know, I've either. never seen him do that um, <laughs> Look Usain Bolt Was he won 7 Olympic sprint medal No more than that uh, He won the 100 metres I think 3 times And the 200 metres 3 times Holds both world records Holds a 4 by 100 metre record the fella can't actually, and maybe even the four by two hundred. I'm not too yeah, sure. Yeah, but he won. Remember, he won the relay as well. He won the relay as well. One yeah. of his team members that was, took it was on the juice. Oh yeah, okay. So I don't know. He lost medal, but that's whatever. relevant. Yeah, what yeah, what yeah, he's like, done to the planet. Yeah, he's made sprinting so much more popular again. Yeah, he's such a character. Always a smile on his face. A United supporter. Man United supporter. He <laughs> said United saved this weekend. Yeah, Usain Bolt couldn't say more nice things about him. He is. A global superstar, and I'm sure. Now, like I'm not like an Olympic historian, but I'm sure you can make an argument that he's one of the greatest Olympians ever. Yeah, you'd be up there with Phelps anyway. Yeah. So, Usain Bolt, fair play to you, retired. You can take life nice and easy now. I can see him being like a bit of a sports uh, TV personality. Yeah, well, yeah. I wonder what he's gonna do. And he's so massive as well. He's like yeah. six five. Yeah. So, like, why not? Any chance of him going to United? <laughs> Oh, we do need a winger. <laughs> we do need a winger. We'll get on to him. Although I've seen him play football, he's crap. Yeah, I say his touch so both. Just knock it in front of him and just yeah. go. Him and Drogba, uh, him and, uh, sorry, him and Lukaku in front would be great. Yeah, so I think that is all I have to say, yeah. unless Barry has something to chime in with. No, uh, I just want to say thanks again, everyone tuning in. We did apologise about not bringing it out last week, but like we're back, we're energised, and we can't wait to bring more action. Guys, Thank you a million for listening. And Barry, as always, stay energized.